0: Welcome to The Voice of Texas Veterans, a production of Texas Veterans Commission, speaking up for Texas veterans since 1927.
1: Did you know the VA offers disability housing grants for veterans? We'll discuss those grants with a VA representative today. Thank you for joining us. I'm Julia Connor, communications and outreach at Texas Veterans Commission, the state agency that works at making sure veterans and their families receive all the benefits and services earned. We do a lot and we do it for free. From filing disability claims, helping a veteran start a business, resolving VA medical concerns, or getting a veteran job ready, Texas Veterans Commission is here. Visit our website, tvc.texas.gov, and find out what TVC can do for you and your family. We can also help veterans apply for the VA's Specially Adapted Housing Grants available for veterans with certain service-connected disabilities. Jason Latona, a Marine Corps veteran, is the Chief for Specially Adapted Housing at the Department of Veterans Affairs. First of all, Jason, tell us how it works.
0: The Specially Adapted Housing Benefit Program awards monetary grants to provide physical adaptations to eligible veterans and service members' homes. The overall intent of the program is to provide a better quality of life For our most severely disabled veterans. How these benefits take shape is unique to each situation. We work with our veterans and the contractors that they select to tailor and design features to meet their individual needs. There are three different grants that we offer. The first is the most widely known, it's called the Specially Adapted Housing Grant. We call it the SAH grant. It's got a maximum amount of $101,000. This grant covers veterans with the most severe service connected disabilities, such as loss of multiple limbs, blindness some illnesses such as ALS. So that's the most widely known grant and the largest grant that we offer. The second grant is called the Special Housing Adaptations Grant, the SHA grant. This covers veterans and individuals who have a service-connected loss or loss of the use of both hands, maybe have severe burns or other respiratory or breathing injuries. And the current grant amount for that one is a little over $20,000. And then finally, we have what's called the Temporary Residence Adaptation Grant, or the TRA grant. So whereas the previous two grants are focused more on veterans who own their own home or are building a new home, the TRA grant furnishes grants to adapt a family member's home to make needed changes in areas such as the entry and bathroom accessibility. We find that a lot of veterans, once they've uh, suffered severe service-connected disabilities, may transition out of the service and live with a loved one, and that's where this grant comes in. In the case of a veteran who is eligible for the larger SAH grant, they can get up to $40,000 to adapt their family members' homes. And a veteran who's eligible for the SHA grant, the smaller grant, they can get a little over $7,000. Now, I do want to say one of the positive sides of the temporary grant is if a veteran uses the temporary grant, they will still have their entire SAH or SHA grant available to them once they purchase their own home. There are several ways that veterans can use their SAH or SHA grants. They can build a new house on land they already own. They can build a new house and purchase the land at the same time. They can remodel a home they're living in, or they can actually request reimbursement for adaptations that maybe they did previously and they've come out of pocket for.
1: Now, you had some changes that came out in 2020.
0: Yeah, some big changes. Public Law 116-154, the Ryan Kuhls Act and Paul Benny Act, was passed in August of 2020. And it made some significant changes to the SH program that we've been seeking out for quite a while. First, it eliminated the previous requirement that blindness be accompanied by a loss or loss of use of a lower extremity in order to be eligible for the large grant. It also moved blindness from the smaller SHA grant to the larger grant. So veterans who were previously only eligible for the $20,000 grant due to blindness in both eyes are now eligible for the larger grant. And that's a big one because Veterans who are dealing with blindness usually need smart home technology, which is quite expensive, and the previous grant wasn't able to cover that. So this change was a big one. It also increased the number of grant usages allowed from three to six. So it doubled the times the veteran can use the grant, meaning that if a veteran is eligible, let's say for the large grant for $100,000, they can spend $20,000 the first time, $20,000 the second time, up to six different times they can use the grant, totaling the maximum grant amount that's available. The uh, change also increased the number of what we call our Section 202 grants, and these are grants that were offered to uh, veterans who were injured post-9-11 with loss of use of one limb rather than two. We have 120 grants we can award to those veterans now. Previously, it was 30, but it went up to 120. And, of course, one of the most obvious changes is what increased the grant amounts caps by over 9%, which drove the grant amount over $100,000 for the first time.
1: And it's great because, you know, some of the amounts were increased because there's new technologies and stuff.
0: And as industry is moving so quickly and adding new technologies, when these technologies come out, they're quite expensive. So that extra amount of funding provides us the ability to actually afford some of those adaptations. And of course, we work with our partners in industry and nonprofits and things like that concerning affordability. They're very receptive of our mission and the need of our veterans to have these adaptations. So we work with them closely too to make sure that these products, you know are reasonably priced whenever
1: possible. So are there eligibility requirements for a veteran to receive an adapted housing grant?
0: There are, yeah. Eligibility for an SAH grant or any of the adaptation grants offered by the VA begin with the nature and the degree of Veterans Service Connect disability rating. The um, disability rating is determined by VBA's compensation service. They have raters who actually do this full-time looking at veterans' packages. A few examples of qualifying conditions for SAH might be the loss or loss of use of both legs or, uh, as we mentioned, blindness in both eyes. As a result of the veteran service, there can also be certain ailments that could be qualifying, such as ALS, also called Lou Gehrig's disease, which is a presumptively service-connected illness. There are a number of other conditions that could be qualifying, and the specific criteria for the eligibility is spelled out on our webpage as well. This all starts with an application. So the easiest way to submit an SAH application is for a veteran to log into their eBenefits account and submit the application electronically. Veterans can also submit a paper application by mailing it into the VA or dropping it off with their local representative at the VA medical center. Or they can have their VSO, their veteran service officer representative, if they are represented by one of our excellent VSO partners, they can submit the application on their behalf. So it all starts with that process where they submit an application which will begin the claims process.
1: Yes, I know our claims benefits advisors are available to help with that. So how long can it take for the VA to make a decision on one of these grants?
0: Well, you know, it's a tough question to nail down, but you know, it can take weeks or it can take months, depending on the complexity of the veteran's compensation claim. You know, the VA recommends that whenever possible, we expedite the claim, provide all the necessary information with the initial claim so raters can make it a decision without having to go back and forth with the veteran. They will do that if necessary, but in order to expedite the claims process, it's important to submit all the necessary supporting documentation. I will say that VA Raiders, we work closely with Compensation Service and the Office of Field Operations, and our Raiders are constantly working to improve the speed by which they review and approve claims. You know, many of these uh, Raiders are veterans themselves, and we all know the importance of our work. The timeline, the turnaround of claims is ultimately different depending upon the complexity of the claim that's submitted.
1: So once the grant is awarded, what happens next? The veterans just not okay, here's your grant, y'all help, right?
0: Yes, we do help. That's one of the beautiful things about our program, how we're structured. It's a personal service type of program. The first thing that'll happen is once SAH is notified by the VA that we have a veteran who's eligible for one of our grants, we will assign a specially adapted housing agent who will work with that veteran and their family and caregiver and builder throughout the entire life cycle of their construction project. We have over 200 specially adapted housing agents across the country who are assigned to do this to work with the veterans individually. We'll schedule an initial interview where the builder will be able to sit down these days virtually, but historically we've been in the veterans' homes to walk through the grant process, what is necessary to deliver the grant, how to find a builder, and all the other requirements of the grant program.
1: The agents that are working with the veterans. The veteran can always call them. Once the construction begins, the veteran can call and check. Or, you know, if they're feeling a little anxious about something, their agent is there for them, correct?
0: That's correct. At the initial interview, they will get the personal cell phone number, the VA cell phone number for their agent. If for some reason they can't get in touch with their agent and there's an emergency, they'll have an alternate contact as well. The intention is their SAH agent is their connection to the specially adapted housing program and that agent will advocate on their behalf.
1: So is there guidance on choosing a builder or contractor? Do you guys have a list or how does that work?
0: The VA does not recommend any specific builder. This is what we call the Veterans Choice Program. Veterans can choose anyone they want you to, to do the work. However, what we do provide is a list of builders who have successfully completed projects through the SH program in the past. So a veteran living in Muskogee will get a list of local builders who have completed projects in the past in Muskogee. Veterans do not have to use those builders. This is just the starting point, and we recommend that all the veterans actually do a a local search to try to find builders who are experts in accessible design and construction.
1: So do these builders and contractors, do their plans have to get approved by the VA?
0: They do. Once the veteran actually works with the builder and they determine what changes are going to be made to the home or what adaptive features are going to be in the new home, those plans get submitted by the builder to the VA. And our staff of S.A.H. agents will review those plans to make sure they meet our requirements. Really, what we're trying to do is to make sure that the adaptations that the builders are recommending are going to meet the needs of the veteran if a veteran uh, uses a wheelchair most of the time we want to make sure that there's a, a roll-in shower an accessible sink we want to make sure that there's appropriate ingress and egress so there are ramps to get in and out of the home safely in the case of emergency so those are the kind of things we look for we also want to make sure that the builder has specified which materials they're going to use if they're telling the veteran they're going to be installing a slip resistant tile or some kind of flooring. We want to make sure those are in the contract. And if they're not in there, we'll notify the veteran and make sure we have that conversation with the builder as well. But we will review the plans and once they're approved, then we approve the grant. And that's when we can actually start dispersing funds. You know, we have a list of um, what we call our recommended adaptations based upon the 46,000 projects we've done to date since 1948. We look at what the most common adaptations are. We look at any issues we've had in the past, what new technology is out there. So we can make sure that we provide a good picture for the veteran of what is available to them and what kind of products are available, what kind of design features are available, what's popular in industry right now. So we can make sure that the veterans are informed, you know, when they're making plans with their builder.
1: So where can a veteran get some more information about the especially adapted housing grants?
0: Just go on to VA.gov. There's a search bar on the top right corner of the screen on the va.gov landing page, type in SAH or Specially Adapted Housing, and that'll take them directly to our website. Our website lists the eligibility requirements, provides them a link to where they can apply, um, also points them towards e-benefits if they have an e-benefits account and provides a lot of other useful information, including a link to download our handbook for design, which is a 60 page booklet, which goes through all the details of the SH program. And it has chapters pointed towards veterans and their caregivers, as well as chapter uh, for builders to understand what their requirements are and a bunch of other great useful information. First and foremost, home remodeling can be a messy business. Um, I think it's important to remember that um, we need to be mentally prepared for that process whether an individual is dealing with a severe disability or not. Having a contractor come to their home and start tearing out walls or making changes can be disruptive, and it's important to be in the right frame of mind and have proper expectations for that. Also, if any kind of disagreements arise with the contractor that the veteran's chosen, your SAH agent will advocate on your behalf to help resolve those. But it's also important to know that VA is not a party to that contract, so. It's important, just like with any contract you have with a building contractor or anyone else that matter, to make sure that you're aware of what's in the contract. Also, the level of experience in accessible design and construction varies by construction company. So we recommend finding, searching for, and finding someone who has done this type of work before. It's easy to just do a local search, And you can search specially adapted housing contractors. Many builders who do accessible work actually list our program name in the title or accessible construction. There's many ways you can find it, but we recommend you try to find someone who's done this work before, if possible. It's not always possible. And also veterans who are working with nonprofits can still use their grants. There are ways that we can work with them so the veteran can apply their grant to those projects as well.
1: Wow, that's good. Our grantees who are doing those things for veterans, you know, adapting their houses and some of them even building them home. So, yeah, that's a good thing to know. I hope they know about that. <laughs> if not, it's, I'll tell it's them. It's
0: amazing. And I'll also add one last thing. This year is the 32nd anniversary of the America with the Disabilities Act next year is the 75th anniversary of the Specially Adapted Housing Program. To date, we've adapted almost 47,000 properties for over $1.8 billion.
1: That's fantastic. Those grants can do wonders for veterans who really need them.
0: Yeah, thank you, it's amazing.
1: That is Jason Latona, Chief of Policy for the VA's Specially Adapted Housing Program. Veterans, caregivers of veterans, go to the va.gov website and find out more about the Specially adaptive housing grants va.gov search specially adapted housing and of course our claims benefits advisors can help you file for that benefit just go to tvc.texas.gov click on claims appointments get yourself set up to talk to somebody who can help you out also on our website we help transitioning service members and veterans find new careers we file disability claims and appeals veterans pensions survivors pensions and dependent compensation too Our healthcare advocates can help veterans get enrolled in VA medical care. We'll help veterans start or grow their own business. We have an education department that works with GI Bill related benefits and the Hazelwood Act. The Women Veterans Program is connecting women veterans with each other and their benefits too. We have a mental health department which trains our peer service coordinators, veterans helping veterans. The Fund for Veterans Assistance provides grants to nonprofits that directly assist veterans. It's all there on the website, tvc.texas.gov. Texas Texas Veterans Commission is also on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook too. You can also call 1-800-252-VETS. That's 1-800-252-V-E-T-S. I'm Julia Conner. Thank you for listening to The Voice of Texas Veterans, a production of Texas Veterans Commission. Helping veterans starts here.